0: You are listening to "Kicking and Screaming" by Anung of Courageous Creativity, a podcast for introverts and homebodies to live bigger, more adventurous lives to push our boundaries, but on our own terms. Warning: This episode does have some swearing. Hey guys, glad to be back from the holiday break. It's been a little longer for me since my birthday and wedding or anniversary are in January. And I got a lot of good gifts for the my business, including some stuff for the podcast. I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear the difference, but I got better things that are fun and hopefully sound better. So I thought I'd kind of give back and start answering some questions that I got. Some of these are from the podcast and some others people have asked me in person from random conversations. And ones I'm added here are ones that couldn't be their own episode in the future. So the first one I kind of get a lot is... But what if I don't want to do skydiving or backpack Europe or swim with sharks or whatever? And the first thing I would say is like, hell, I don't want to do half that shit anyways. When I say I want people to have more adventures, I don't mean you have to have something that's like life altering. I mean something out of the ordinary. Add a little spice to your life. And honestly, it could be like trying a new recipe or trying a new culture. Like as someone who had no idea how to use ginger when I was at the grocery store, when I was picking it out, I'm like, Add it to your soups. Add it to, like, learn how to do stir-fry. There you go. Another thing could be just finding a different coffee shop to sit at every once in a while. Just something different. Something to be active and present in your life. To actually make a conscious decision in living it. That's what I mean by adventure. I don't, honestly, you don't have to have life death-defying things. I would love to do more traveling. I don't think I ever want to skydive. I keep going back and forth on that. Swimming the sharks would be great, but as a woman who bleeds on a regular basis, it's kind of one of those things where, like, a shark can smell blood, a drop of blood from, like, a mile away, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that. And I'm a little clumsy, so I do get random little cuts everywhere, and makes me a little leery. (laughs) All right, second one is... How do I show people that being an introvert is not a problem? First, honestly, you need to stop apologizing for it. Leave out the I'm sorry from a lot of your sentences. Because you're not. there's nothing to be sorry about. It is what it is. You're not, like, ruining people's lives. You're not, like, you're not selfishly doing something that's actually, like, really altering someone's life because of it. I mean, this le- leads into the point of, like, just stop acting like it's a problem. People are introverts, people are extroverts, people are allergic to things, people love cats, people love dogs, people hate animals, people don't like children, like it's it's just who you are, you can't, it's just how you treat yourself with it and how you treat others with it. Like if you're, if you expect someone to always go out and have coffee and never want to go to a group gathering or go to a movie together or a concert or anything that's kind of loud like that, yeah, that's kind of a... A problem because you're you're being selfish, but that's just you not being an introvert. I mean, you don't have to defend yourself or explain why you're not going out for drinks, or why you don't want to go to this big ass birthday party or anything else. Like you don't, you can leave it as a generic thing. Like I'm busy, I have plans. Honestly, sitting at home reading a book is still plans. Just because it's not like something fun and everything else to look at on a calendar doesn't mean it's not a plan and honestly other people need to learn boundaries and you need to set them that they don't always deserve like, and also some people just don't deserve only the explanation for everything that's not the Like you're not the center of the universe, sorry I know you have plans I know you wanted things done a certain way but my life kind of has my own projection of things, I don't freaking matter I mean once you create those boundaries, the right people will respect them And sometimes you're just going to have to just let go. Oh, my God, I don't want to hear that song in my head right now. But it's just stop making it a problem. Stop letting people make you feel bad about it. It's just, again, it is what it is. I mean, my friends and family know I'm not going to everything that I'm invited to. Or I'm not going to stay until the end. I mean, some of my family stuff can go until 1 a.m., honestly, I'm a, i am I am not a night person. I'm like, so fuck that shit. I am not going to a family thing that started at three with everyone drinking and having and gambling and all this stuff at a two-year-old's birthday party. That's a true story. I'm not sure if I want to ever talk about that. <laughs> but it's like, it doesn't matter. You just, have, you, you live the life you want to live. It's not rocket science. It's not like, geez, you're not killing people. You're not running a dictatorship. Like, People need to calm down. But the point is, too, is that when I'm there, they get the quality. I am present. And people know they can text me at any time. I will text them back whenever I can or when I feel like it, but that's kind of a a personal thing. Not to do anything with an introvert that I could be up at like 2 a.m. and text you back and we have a conversation for an hour. Or maybe a day because I forgot to turn on my phone or I turned off notifications because too many people right now and Facebook just won't shut up kind of thing. Third question is how do I try, how do I dress for trying new activities? I'm actually kind of surprised I get a lot of these questions. I feel like this is kind of the anxiety pushback, I don't want to do it thing talking. I thought this was like self-explanatory. I mean, honestly, if you're getting something, an invitation from somebody, think of the description. You're going to a party, so you don't want to wear a onesie. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to go painting with some friends, wear something that you don't mind getting permanently dirty. If someone wants you to go work out somewhere or even just do a walking lunch, like workout clothes or at least wear tennis shoes and things you don't mind getting a little sweaty in. Please don't wear jeans. If you're going to work out, I've seen someone do that. And he thought he was just so cool about it. You look ridiculous. Like honestly, if network events or things after work with coworkers and stuff, you're already wearing clothes. We ain't changing. But networking events, you're wearing business casual. Or if you're in some weird sale company that has like a uniform or anything else and polo shirts are fine. You can wear clothes that are the same level as that. I don't know what that level is because I've never wore a polo shirt. I don't really hang out with people who do. Either way, you need to be comfortable. Like, don't wear heels. You hardly wear them. But you think everyone else is. You will look and feel uncomfortable. And people will know it. And that's going to impress no one. Why were you go, you're already going to be uncomfortable as it is. Dress comfortable enough that you don't need to compound everything else that's going to make you uncomfortable being someplace different or with new people, someplace noisy, Whatever. Honestly, but also, can you, I mean, at least try. I usually wear leggings, yoga pants, and everything else. And long, big shirt and sweatshirts and shit. But, like, when I go out to work out, I wear my nicer leggings. I do have some colored ones. I do have, like, a yellow, bright yellow tank top. Or I have ones that are kind of, like, a see-through thing. So you can see, like, the sports bar underneath a little bit. And one of my tattoos that I have, like, it made a little effort. But you don't have to, like... I don't need to go to Nine Yards. I don't need to go to Lululemon and get a whole brand new outfit. Like, work with what that you got. Don't need to spend money. This is not the Grammys. Shit. <clears throat> Alright, now I want to preface this question by letting you know this is some time sometime ago. Like, someone asked me this years ago. I was with a bunch of my girl cousins and some of their friends. And we were talking and somehow, boys, and dating, as always. Some of them being teenagers and me being my younger 20s it comes up and one of the friends asked this but what if he cheats and i was kind of dumbfounded for a second because i'm sitting there like that's an actual question and and looking at the other girls faces like i don't know either like this is a problem like my i had like wait please tell me but what the hell is the question? Like, what do you mean, what do you do? Before or after the funeral? Bitch is going to cheat on me. I'm going to kill him. Yes, I was a little violent in my 20s. I'm still a little bit, but I channel it a different way. But it's like, really? You have, like, th- this, is, this is your basis of your thing. Like, you don't know that, you don't know what your fucking boundaries are. You don't know what you deserve, that you don't know what the guy does. I understand not knowing how you're going to react or what you can do afterwards. Yes, people can learn and forgive each other from from it. But at being that young, there really isn't that much to freaking forgive because you're children, kind of. Honestly, I feel like people are kind of children until like their mid twenties or hopefully outside of college. But it's like, really, yes, you can cry about it, you can complain and everything. But it's like, don't let them off easy. Make his life miserable if you can. Don't like burn down his house or, like, send all your friends to beat his ass. Though it would be very satisfying. Quite legal. But honestly, I had to looking at them. They looked at me like I was crazy. And I find that so heartbreaking. Because I've seen so many girls just let these guys walk all over them. Like, they're not allowed to... Complain about things because, well, now they're not the cool laid back chick. Now we're just, they're being dramatic and psycho about shit. Like, I'm sorry. Relationships to most everyone means loyalty and respect and cheating on them, which they believe is yes, they did cheat on them because they, they would admit shit like that. Like, that means that you broke that trust and you were a shit person for doing it. Like, girls, you need to hold on to your dignity. You deserve better, girls and guys, straight or not, this goes every direction. You do not deserve to be cheated on. If you, if your partner does not want to stay monogamous with you, if that's what your relationship is based on, then their ass needs to get out of it and then find some, that's the other person that they're hitting on or, or they, whoever they think they want to fucking sleep with or anything else, like, I, I, I just did. I did not get how these, pe- how some of these people can just just give away their dignity to all that shit. It's like really, you're gonna let them cheat on you? You feel awful about, it, but you're gonna stay for that and from, for that and everything else. It's like yes, go ahead, cry about it, move on if you can, and everything else. Don't make a fool of yourself. Don't go back to him in public and. Beg them to take you back, or, or just act like nothing happened around them. Like, if I'm sorry, if some my husband now or when we were dating ever cheated on me, I wouldn't still be friends with him. I still wouldn't be hanging out with him and everything else. Like, I, I had. That's just my personality. Yes, you can be softer than I am. I am not the softest person, the most empathetic and nice. But that's just who I am. But that doesn't mean that I, it won't hurt me. But also doesn't mean that just because you're a nicer person and you're sweeter doesn't mean that you need to just let it happen. Yes, it happened. But damn, like, hold on to who you are. Because people need to throw out that stupid belief about your one true love. There's no such thing as a fucking one true love, Prince Charming, shit like that. Because there are there are hundreds of people out there you can fall in love with to, to varying degrees. Like, honestly, if you, like, in that sense was right. That if someone who found their supposed one true love and they died by a horrible accident. And then, so they're supposed to just never look for love again, never date. Like, every widow and a widower, she needs to just go adopt animals now. Like, what do you expect? No, they go back out if they are ready for it and if they want to and they find someone else sometimes who to love that doesn't mean that they, the other person wasn't someone they truly loved it doesn't mean the new person isn't like, it, like with that stupid mindset it's pretty much like well you either chose wrong and that person wasted their time with you cuz you weren't their true love or his new person is and you're just wasting your time again because you're just settling like that's stupid so, Especially when we're being that young. And yet, a few people do find the right person. But it's really not not, off, not often. There are other people out there who can and will treat you better. Who will worship the ground you walk on. Honestly, I don't want someone to do that for me. I need someone a little more independent. If that's what you feel like you want. There are guys out there, or girls, or... I can't remember the pansexual noun for that sorry drawing a blank but that person that you can find that will love you for who you are for for ups and downs and everything else like like really and also and then on top of that it's like you don't need to be in a relationship you're allowed to have time alone like I felt so like it took me years to realize when my one of my friends who just kept going From one guy to the next. Because she hated being alone. And she thought that's what you're supposed to do. You're a girl. You're supposed to be in a relationship. It's like no. You need to be alone. You need to be able to know who you are. And like who you are. And that's when you find better people. It wasn't until she was really alone. That she finally found a guy. Who I love. And he worships the ground she walks on. And her children. Who one of them isn't even his. He worships those girls, too. It's like, that's what she wanted, and that's what I believe she deserved. She just didn't know she didn't think she deserved it. So, on top of all that stuff, do not let people cheat on you. Yes, you can have a discussion later about if they want to apologize or at least explain everything else. You're allowed to talk to him again, but you're also allowed to be pissed off. You're allowed to never want to talk to him again. You're allowed to never have to be a friend with them. You're allowed to have you be mad if the people in your life. Are not upset with that person for you, and all of a sudden it's like, no, I don't want to be in the middle of it. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice friend guy, but he's a shit person to women. Like, again, hold your dignity. Throw out that belief of the one true love. You deserve better in that in life. And which is very funny because uh, my cousin's friend actually brought this back up this last. Um, Around Christmas time. And I was like, I can't, I couldn't, I completely forgot about that conversation. But I was very emotional about it. I was pissed too, because I was kind of like, that was about the time, yes, I didn't start dating until I was 23. That was about the time I was about to start dating. And I just, I had more respect for myself younger, because I had plans for life. I didn't, I knew I wanted to go to college. No guy was going to hold me back. Half of these girls that I knew in high school who had boyfriends didn't go to the better schools that they could have that got into because they're like, I want to go someplace closer to my boyfriend. And none of them stayed with those guys until then. I only know one person. They stayed together since high school. But he went to her school. He worked his ass to get better grades to go to her school in the West Coast. Now, that's what you need. Not go to someplace because one person didn't apply themselves. Like mean, honestly they not you don't even have to go to college. You know, like long distance relationship if it is meant to be, it's meant to be. It's hard, it sucks. I had to do kind of a long distance thing for a whole summer and it fucking sucked. <laughs> Man, I love doing questions. Anyone else have any other fun questions, especially things about being introverted or homebodies, please send them my way. Get the email at anung at courageouscreativity.co. Do it at the blog post at the end. Find me on social media. Courageous underscore creativity at Instagram if you want. I love getting these. I will be doing more once I get a few more questions in and out. Hell, a couple of them are gonna I'm going to throw out there as actual full episodes because... I got a lot of shit to say about these things, and I found some really good research in there. So don't forget to let me know how you like these. Just a quick heads up, in the coming weeks, we'll be having a complete rebrand of the podcast. Different name, logo, and music, but same topics. Thanks for listening. For extra notes and links, head over to CourageousCreativity.co slash blog slash podcast8. Let me know your thoughts, and please leave a review.